From 99.9 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. We're going to start with UNC beating UVA, though. And UNC allowing themselves to get dragged into the muck by UVA and living to tell the tale. They needed Cormac Ryan to be their best offensive player. No disrespect to Cormac Ryan, but the best thing he does is pest, which is an effective role. He's got he's mm-hmm. a starter at the University of North Carolina. Shouldn't talk down on that, right? You, you start in basketball, the University of North Carolina, you're doing something right. But I don't think they went into that game saying, I know how it's going to go. I know. Listen, if UNC has their way, uh, R.J. Davis won't be able to hit a three. He'll go like one for seven, one for nine. Armando Baycott and Harrison Ingram are going to combine for 17 points on 13 shots. But Cormac Ryan's going to go six for 11 from three, and they should be able to win against a really good defensive team. That wasn't the plan. That's a win, though. That's a win. They allowed themselves to get dragged into a UVA game against UVA, somehow survived. Not many live to tell the tale. Not many go into Charlottesville and go, you know what? Let's let's play a slow pace here yeah. and 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 live to tell. Because most of the time, if UVA gets you into that game, they're just more comfortable in it. Right? You, you know it's 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 boxing. Right, if you're the guy that sticks and moves, if you're the guy that that dances and uh, plays defense, and then all of a sudden you get caught into a hey, let's stand in the middle of the ring and slug it out. Chances are the guy that you're boxing against is more comfortable slugging it out. So if you if you're gonna play their game, that's by their choice. Here's Hubert Davis, their head coach, on the mentality and approach for uh, UNC going into Charlottesville. Going into this game, you know, one of the things that we consistently said to each other is is whatever it takes, you know, on both ends of the floor. You know, whether it's, you know, whatever it takes to get through the screen, to box out, to rebound, to talk on defense, to dive on loose balls, offensively, whatever it takes to come off those screens, to post up hard, to get second chance opportunities, to knock down open jumpers, to get to the free throw line, whatever it takes. And so, um, you know, I think I mentioned it before, you know, we've been in games like this where, um, you know, you just had to find ways to be able to win. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Just find a way. Simple as that. If I'm UVA, this is kind of a backfire of what I think their plan was. I think they probably went into the game – you know, it's it's the Belichick, right? It's been said about Bill Belichick so many times. He takes away what you do best, and if you beat him with your third option, he's just going to put his palms in the air and go like, well, you know, you beat us with your third option, that's pretty good, right? He's going to try to make adjustments along the way to stop it, but, you know, if you play a team that's number one in rushing and your quarterback throws for 400 yards, averages 175, it's going to be like, wow, didn't think they had that. Tony Bennett probably went into the game going, if we bottle up R.J. Davis, if we don't give up anything easy to the, the, the two studs who are 6'7", six, 6'8", six, or above, meaning Armando Baycott and Harrison Ingram, if those three don't beat us, I like our chances. And then they got 18 points from Cormac Ryan. Right, The scouting report might have even said, like, hey, if anyone's going to get the open shot, this guy, right? Can't be mm-hmm. R.J. Davis. He's going to be the ACC player of the year. Uh, although UVA is probably saying it should be Reese Beekman, uh, but a little biased when you're inside that locker room. Uh, 
It can't be Armando Baycott. We've seen what he's been doing the last six weeks. Can't be Harrison Ingram. He's the amorphous blob. I think that's caught on, and everybody calls him that across the ACC now. It's on T-shirts. Uh, and then, and then there's Cormac Ryan. There's, uh, you know, Cadeau. Cadeau, who didn't have a good game. There's or scoring the ball. There's uh, Washington. There's Withers. There's Trimble. There's all these other guys that on the, on the scouting report just aren't going to be as featured. And if they beat you, you're kind of okay with it. From UNC's perspective, that's a that's a confidence builder. Hey, if somebody sells out to stop R.J. Davis, Armando Baycott, and Harrison Ingram, Cormac Ryan is ready, right? It's the 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 great mic'd up between Michael Jordan and and Steve Kerr right before Steve Kerr hits the game winner in an NBA Finals game. Uh, Steve Kerr tells the story better than anybody, but you know Michael Jordan is covering his mouth with a Gatorade cup. And he's saying to Steve Kerr, like, hey, if they double me coming around, be ready. I'll hit you. And Steve Kerr, having absolutely no street sense, looks at him, doesn't cover his mouth at all, and goes, if they double you, I'll be ready. As if (laughs) anyone is looking over there is going to know exactly what's going on. But they doubled Jordan, made the pass. Steve Kerr knocked it down. I'm not saying anybody on the court is Jordan. I'm not saying anybody on the court is Steve Kerr. But I am saying if there's a game where it's like, hey, if they sell out to stop R.J. Davis and Baycott, Cormac Ryan, you might have to be ready. And he's looking at him mouth wide. If they double you, I'll be ready. <laughs> That's good for UNC. It's good for uh, the rest of the team to see that. It's good for Hubert Davis to see that. And quite frankly, it's good for Cormac Ryan to see that. Here's Cormac Ryan on what led to such a big day for him. It's a credit to kind of the way we played and prepared. Um, we did a good job putting them in rotations, and I was a, a beneficiary of a lot of open looks, and I knocked them down. And that's the trust that this team has in me and um, that I have in them, and that goes both ways. And I think the biggest part of that was defensively. We were getting stops and a lot of stops, and we held them to you know under 30% shooting, I think it was, and that's pretty good on the road against a good team. You know, and so. That's uh, we we, uh, we we wanted to do it and we did it. It's a great job by Cormac Ryan there. I've been in that very very exact position that Cormac Ryan is in. Uh, every single time, and I played football in college, but every single time I had a big big passing day, it was because the defense was selling out to stop our run game. Mm-hmm. Right? It was we had an All American running back. Uh, we had a, an offensive line with multiple All Americans on it. I was not foolish enough to think I was out there throwing for for three plus uh, because I was beating like, you know, eight guys in coverage. It was because they were selling out to stop the run and I had easy play action. And in the post game, that's exactly what I would say. Uh, Our passing game is a tribute to our running game. That was Cormac Ryan right there. I had a lot of easy looks. I knocked them down. Don't get me wrong. Confident in my ability. Still had to to make the (laughs) shot, but I had a lot of easy looks. and, And that's a tribute to the team. I don't. I don't think this was a UNC style victory. Mm. I don't. I don't think this was a UNC designed victory. But it is one of those games. All right, take out a couple words. I do think it was a victory. Hey, victory is victory. I even messaged you during the game mm-hmm. or after the game. I said, Vir- or UNC beat Virginia at their game. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, you know what? You want to play that slow, muck it up a little bit, tight defense. Okay, we're gonna play better defense than you, and we're going to have the guy that you're going to leave open, he's going to hit the shots. Simple as that. Like, we beat you on your court playing the way that you wanted to play. I will give you, I think UNC's defense mm-hmm. was much more comfortable in like a like a, a challenge way of, oh, you want to play like this? 
cool because we talked about it on Friday. What UVA does is they force your efficiency to matter more because there's less possessions. So every possession has to matter. UNC, I, their defense, which is which is where I'll agree with Dennis, was very much like, all right, you're going to have less possessions for both teams. We're going to challenge your efficiency the same way you're trying to challenge our efficiency. And and UVA just didn't have kind of the surprise 18 points from from a role player that, that got him over the hump. I would tonight they play Miami and we're going to talk about this later on. Uh, UNC plays Miami. I would I would like to see them have a more UNC victory, meaning a UNC style game play more along their way. I don't want them to get used to, hey, we'll we'll do whatever you want to do, right? We'll play whatever game you want to play. What are the house rules here? I don't want to get to that. I would much rather they, you know, write off Charlottesville. I, I think we called it a fun. Fun, fun house mirror haunted house or something like that on Friday. I think so, yeah. Going into Charlottesville, it is kind of like the the land of the Lotus Eaters, where everything just is different there. Once you get out of Charlottesville, I do think you want to get back to playing your game tonight against Miami, which is a challenge because Miami is one of those teams that maybe hasn't had the production, but they have some some beasts down there. And they think they've lost six straight. Yeah, they're they're haven't had the production that they like, but you can't exactly write them off. They. They had some postseason success in in recent times with a few of their players. Obviously, a lot missing as well. More great news for Cary commuters. With the new GoCarry app, you can track your bus live on the interactive map feature. Stay informed with the latest news and service updates right at your fingertips. Save your favorite locations and routes for quick and easy access, making your daily commute a breeze. Plus, with the GoCarry app, you can easily connect to GoCarry.org for even more resources and information. Best of all, the GoCarry app is absolutely free to download on the Apple and Google Play stores. GoCarry, where getting there is just a tap way your heart it's the only one you have fortunately you also have a choice expert cardiologists talented surgeons highly skilled specialists all of whom chose wake med why the main reason is the same reason patients choose wake med everything you need for the best possible care is right here learn more at wakemed.org wake med heart and vascular physicians your heart your choice. NC State beat Boston College over the weekend. Maybe a little too little too late for NC State. Probably. But I give them credit for the type of win they got. They, they looked like a team that understood the things that go into winning. And what I mean by that is they did the stuff that NC State has had to do to win games this year. They have not been a team that showed up very often and shot lights out from three. They have not been a team very often outside of DJ Horn who's winning individual matchups. They have not been a team very often this year that have had the, the sizzly, buzzworthy offensive performances. But when they have been playing their best this year, they've done the little things that win a game. What I mean by that is, uh, in this game against Boston College, they won the rebounding battle by seven. They won the turnover battle by six. They had four less fouls than Boston College. And what all of this means, right, when you add up seven, six, four, that is how you win a game when you shoot worse from the field and worse from three by a significant margin than your opponent, right? If you're going to make shots or miss shots, some of that is decided by the players you have, right? 
Did you assemble the roster with enough shooters to space it for the big guys and slashers? And if, and if you just don't have guys that are making shots, you need to make up the, the, the difference in the margins, right? If you're going to make a less percentage of your shots, you need more possessions. How do you get more possessions? You rebound, you don't turn it over, you force them into turnovers, you don't foul, and you make them foul. That's what they did. So you can shoot a significantly worse percentage from three and still win the game. You can shoot a worse percentage overall and still win the game. Now, that's hard. That's high wire act. Right? That's a diff. You don't want to go into every game thinking, hey, you know what? We can shoot 10% worse from three, 3% worse from, from overall, and, and still win the game if we do X, Y, and Z. You don't want to have to put yourself in a situation where you need to do those. But it helps a lot, right? It's I'm always equating things back to football because it's what I played. It's like a high completion percentage, right? It's no tackles for a loss. It's no turnovers. Those things are boring, right? It'd be way easier if you just had four 80-yard touchdown passes. Way easier. And sometimes you get those games, right? Sometimes DJ Horn's going to score 33 points and it's and it's going to just come together naturally. A lot of times he's not and you're going to have to do all the other little winning things. DJ Burns, how about this for I actually kind of like the way DJ Burns played. We've had so many conversations about DJ Burns's role within this team. He played 22 minutes, which is somewhere in the in between, right? We've seen him play as low as like the low teens. We've seen him play as high as up near 30. He played 22 minutes. But guess what he did when he was in there? He got his darn money's worth. This this was was me in like uh uh when I was a backup quarterback. If I get in there, who you best believe I'm checking to the pass. If I only get 10 plays <laughs> all year, I'm I'm gonna let it fly. Mm-hmm. Uh he played 22 minutes, he got 16 shots up and scored 19 points. That is a, sure, I'll play 20 minutes. It's going to feel like I played 40, right? And if, if the big guy can only give you a certain amount of minutes, utilize him while he's in there, right? If his thing is offensive production, let the man cook. That, that is not a lot of minutes. That is a lot of action. There are players that can play 35 minutes, not even get close to 19 shot or uh, 16 shot attempts. That's a high usage rate. Which I kind of like, right? When he's in there, use it understanding that he's not going to be able to give you 32. Not going to be able to give you 32 minutes, right? It's it's an understanding of role. I kind of like that. Now, I don't know if it's, you know, how the the roster was designed to play, but instead of hoping he gives you like 28 minutes where he's expending all this energy on defense trying not to be a liability, give him 20 minutes and say like, "Hey buddy, you know why you're in there," right? It's it's uh, like putting the closer in the game, right? Hey, you don't need to save it. We're not going to pitch you three innings, right? You, you don't need to throw 97, you know, 45 pitches from now. You need to throw 102 for 12 pitches. Just all gas. Just all gas, no breaks. Kind of like that for DJ Burns. It's an interesting way to go about it. 
Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at the designery.com uh the drive with tim donnelly 99.9 the fan also do you know what i like about dj burns what's that makes a lot of nil money he does make <laughs> a good amount of that and i think now nc state specifically has a chance to flex a little bit of that uh on friday news broke during the show um that due to a court ruling from tennessee and virginia the NCAA was no longer going to be able to enforce their NIL restrictions. Now, that there's a lot of tiny little things that will adjust with that. But what I believe it's doing is it's going to allow teams to do the quiet part out loud, right? If you had an agreement, if a – by the way, not teams, but collectives who aren't technically uh, you know associated with the teams. If they had an agreement that a player will only get X amount of dollars if they stay with a certain school – they don't have to hide it anymore, right? The NCAA can't restrict that. So here's my advice to anybody out there who's been dominating in the transfer world, dominating in the NIL world. Don't hide it if you're a big spender. Flaunt it if you're a big spender. And this goes back to something uh, I remember not long ago. Uh, Matt Rule. Uh, Dennis, you know Matt Rule, right? Familiar with his work? At the end of the day. There you go. Uh, former Panthers head coach is now the, the coach at Nebraska. And he was in a press conference, and he was – was it complaining? I don't know what he was doing. It was – I think he was just talking about talking, it in general. I think he was asked about uh, NIL and stuff as a whole. And and he brought up that uh, a top-end quarterback was going for $1.5 to $2 million. That was picked up by every show in the country, every podcast, every television show, every sports media entity. We talked about it on this show. That was just free advertising. That was everybody <laughs> that was everybody talking about Nebraska knows that a quarterback can go for 1.5 million. That was him saying, "We're aware, we can plan for 1.52 million." He didn't say that. What he said was, "A quarterback goes for that much." Now, if I say like, "Oh, geez, gas is 350." Guess what? That means I just paid gas for 350. Like no one remembers the amount of gas that you weren't paying for, right? It's like as soon as he said it, that became a thing. So guess what happened a couple weeks later? Depending on which recruiting service you look at, the number one quarterback in the recruiting class coming in decommitted from Georgia and committed to Nebraska. Mm -hmm. Oh, and he got a transfer from Ohio State. Andy, their yeah. starting quarterback. True. So multiple, right? I bet, I bet 1.5 million. They were like, wait a second. I just committed for 400,000. I just committed for 600. I just committed for a million here. I can get 1.5? I can get 2? Let me call Matt Rule. 
if you put numbers out there, because that's what everybody wants to know. How much are players actually getting paid? And right now, because of the ruling from Tennessee and Virginia, you don't have to hide it. The NCAA can't enforce anything. You can have a collective come out and say, if there's a five-star out there, we'll find you $500,000, but you have to stay at this particular school. You can say that out loud. So if you've been dominating the transfer portal, which, by the way, state kind of has, Five-star Noah Rogers, Grayson McCall, one of the t- uh, one of the top quarterbacks in the portal, uh, a two-year starter from Notre Dame on the offensive line, uh, Wesley Grimes from Wake Forest, another wide receiver, Hollywood Smothers from Oklahoma, uh, a running back, uh, Waters from Duke, one of your rivals, starting running back, one of your crosstown competitors in conference, over to NC State just today. Auburn transfer linebacker Cam Riley committed to NC State. I'd, I'd be tempted to let people know how much money it's all costing. Mm-hmm. And every player out there that's making less will have their ears perked up, right? If State starts saying, like, oh, yeah, starting quality offensive uh, wide receiver, here's the number we got. What did we pay for a two-year from Notre Dame? Here it is. If that number is higher than what anyone is making anywhere else in the country, they might give you a call. Just like Matt Rule threw out $1.52 million, suddenly he had quarterbacks coming from all over the country, Georgia, Ohio State. I can't imagine the calls of players that he had to turn down. Right now, you don't have to hide it. So, don't. Right, right. If you are the big spender, let people know. Be the, the, <laughs> the gaudy person, right? You ever, you ever have that one? Somebody pulls up in a car that's way nicer. Oh, beautiful car. Nice job. They're like, ha, 120 grand. It's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> I thought I didn't know you were one of those, right? Didn't I was just saying nice car. You could have said thanks. You could have told me about the engine. You could have told me about the model. You could have told me where you got it or why you like it. Instead, you scoffed and said 120 grand like you knew I couldn't afford it. Not only are you right, but also it stings. It's like, come on, man. So if, if you're out there going like, oh, yeah, running backs, we pay 200 grand. You might be a little bit of a tool move, but guess what? Every running back across the country that might be really good that's making 50 is going like, you're telling me, you're telling me they're giving 200 grand for a running back? Let me, let, me, let me put in some back channel feeders. Let me see what I can do. Just saying. Just saying. 